Hello and welcome to another edition of the MTP Connect podcast. I'm Shannon Osrin. Microscopy Australia, headquartered at the University of Sydney, provides vouchers for companies to utilise various microscopy services and funded facilities around Australia. This voucher project is supported by the MTP Connect Growth Centre Project Fund program. Joining me is Microscopy Australia's Marketing and Business Development Manager, Dr. Jenny Whiting, and MTP Connect's Director of Corporate Reporting and Risk Management, Elizabeth Stairs. Elizabeth also manages the Project Fund program. So uh, Jenny, let's start by explaining the project for us, please. I mean, Microscopy Australia has centres all around the country that provide open access to microscopy services to all researchers and industry. And having the funding to um, really create this scheme um, for sub to really help industry um, clients in the medtech sector to access microscopy services at a heavily subsidised rate has just been fantastic. So I know especially small companies, um, little startups and um, spin-outs, you know, money is a critical um, <laughs> element and, you know, if to be able to pay um, for essential microscopy services that really can help answer some of their critical questions um, makes a big, big difference. What, what were you seeing the need to, to start this work? Well, I think that's probably best summed up by um, one of the uh, a small business that came to us at our booth at Oz Biotech when we were first awarded this. And they said, well, they've been planning to do some microscopy, some time courses to look at the structures of their formulations over time. And they, before this scheme, they would have just had to take one time point at the beginning and one time point right down the end and said now by having this scheme they're actually able to have a whole lot more time points and follow their process uh, through um, its behavior over time so I think that's it just shows um, the kind of value that we can provide by providing the subsidized access we actually let them do more Elizabeth, I'll bring you in now. You were at the initial launch of the Project Fund program. Can you tell us about the the impact that this project has had? Yeah, so I think the allowing these SMEs to access your facilities, in some cases it will be perhaps their first interaction with a university or university facility or a microscopy service, and they maybe aren't quite aware of what it is that you can offer right at the very beginning. But I, I think that giving this the subsidy where they can get these full access of services initially at 25% of the normal cost gives great access to these companies to, to start their microscopy journey. But I also think one of the other added, added values that you give is that analysis of a company's needs at the beginning. Yes, I think um, companies often have some kind of loose idea of what they want to do mm-hmm. um, and you know our microscopists and academics can you know have a great deal of knowledge in the technical side of this so they can actually add quite a lot of value within discussions with um, the industry clients to really 
help them to fine tune the questions that they're asking and the methods that they that we can offer them um, to help them get answers to their research questions. Because sometimes one of the things that someone once said is you don't know what you don't know. And when they come to you, they perhaps know that they want some, they want to know about their, their compound in more detail, but they don't know exactly what you can offer. Yes, that's very true. And I think because we offer such a wide range of techniques, you know, we're really able to point them in the right direction, but also suggest that they might, it might be more cost effective to try this first, see how it goes, see what results you get, and depending on what comes out of that, or if that isn't revealing what they need to find out, then we could move on to perhaps a more advanced technique or come at it from a somewhat different angle. So I think that has, you know, been the case with our interactions in, you know, with some industry clients. So do you want to talk about some of those interactions? There's a couple of examples of where we've uh, followed through with some sort of case study um, approaches. One was um, Little Green Pharma, which produces medicinal cannabinoid formulations. They've been using some of the cryo-EM facilities at the University of New South Wales to really look at those formulations, see how they behave over time, how the different processes of production um, affect the structure. And that's been so valuable to them. They just really get information that they couldn't get any other way. Also, we've dealt with a company, uh, Linear Clinical Research. They conduct clinical trials. And the fact that we've been able to provide access to flow cytometry for them at the University of Western Australia has meant that they're only paying a quarter of the normal rate for these services, which means that they can put together a very competitive bid to their sponsors and have, because of that, have attracted these overseas sponsors to come and do their trials in Western Australia, so really generating export income for WA health as well if, if they've got the clinical trials that they've attracted overseas sponsors to come into Australia to do their trials here then mm. that's helping the health of those people in WA Most who've got the, is, the illnesses yeah. that those trials are trying to um, to remove absolutely mm. going back to um, affordability with the facilities how long are they leased to a company to use all of our facilities the users, the, the, whether it's researchers or industry users, come in and get scheduled, get time on the microscopes, depending very much on their needs. So it's not like they hire out, um, say, a microscope for a two or three week period or a six month period or whatever it is. They sort of book in and, and slot into the system as they require the time and as fits in with the other demands of other users. So really they work very closely with the staff of the facility. Sometimes the facility staff will do the work for the client. And on other occasions the industry client can be trained and if they have the expertise can actually use the instruments themselves. So we're very flexible in how we work with the clients. So uh, in this case, uh, well these two cases for instance, uh, the work was done by the staff of the facility 
and that generates you know, a lot of efficiency because they have the skill and the expertise and they can actually take those samples and, and get them um, through very efficiently. Talk about the kind of collaboration with your consortium because you have uh, a few universities that are on board in your project. So how, how has that been to deal with? Oh, we're very lucky it works extremely well. We have nine universities around the country that are members of, it's an unincorporated joint venture between um, major universities in most of the capital cities um, around the country. And we each have um, a large number of instruments and a wide range of techniques. Now some of those overlap um, some of the very common and fundamental techniques, such as scanning electron microscopy, transmission electron microscopy, are present in most of our facilities. But in some of the facilities, have their own um, special specialised techniques. For instance, here at Sydney, we have atom probe tomography. In WA, um, we have the, the flow cytometry um, materials. We also have iron probes, which can be used for very specific isotopic localization work. Uh, an increasing number of um, cryo-TEMs for structural biology applications are now in a number of centers around the country. And we all work very closely together. So there's, if one particular facility is approached and they don't have the relevant technique, it's definitely, we work all the different facilities in the network very much um, work together to share and refer clients on to the most appropriate location. So I think that we're, we've got great people that actually do work very collaboratively and collegially. Um, so I think that's one of the strengths of this, this facility and is, which is driven through the INCRIS program by the federal government in the Department of uh, Education, which stands for the National Collaborative Research Infrastructure Strategy, which is a bit unwieldy of a name, but it does describe very well what we are and how we work. How is that working in the INCRIS network? It must be a really collaborative space. It is. It, it really is. And I think it was that insight back in the day when it was first set up to really open out all the facilities to all everybody who needs them. Going back to uh, your project, uh, you set out to do uh, 200 vouchers to companies, is that correct? And this is kind of a changed, and this is what's been great, we can sort of be a bit flexible with this because we thought the vouchers would be purchased, but really it's giving them whatever, however much microscopy time they need, that that amount is subsidised. So, um, you know, we, we nominally said that there were vouchers worth $10,000, but if somebody wants work that's $13,750, well, that's the amount that we can subsidise. So really, it's it's been very flexible and it's really been a nice, easy way to really help those users. It's not only big big projects that that we fund often quite small amounts of work can be incredibly valuable to an industry client so even you know 
might be you know 10 hours of microscopy can answer some really critical questions for them so it's not necessarily doesn't have to be a long-term thing it can be quite small projects as well so yeah very much still open for applications. One of the aims of the project was that you'd get SMEs or small companies in particular engaged with your services mm. and with the hope that if they started with a, a the 75% discount and understood what it was that you had to offer, mm. they would be able to come back in the future yes. and engage with you and your expect expertise to improve their products even at full price. Mm -hmm. Is that? Do you think that's going to happen from, from what you've seen so far? Uh, I think, yes, I mean, to a certain extent, mm -hmm. the, the companies that have worked with us certainly see the value and are extremely pleased with what they've got out of it. So um, the indications are that they would certainly be interested in continuing to engage with us. Well, that's good to hear. What do you see as the way forward, I guess? We will continue to support industry, medtech industry, as well as other industry sectors, as we, uh, as we ha always have. Uh, I think the advantage, obviously, of a scheme like this is that it makes it far more accessible to a greater number of companies and uh, lets those companies achieve more with, with a certain you know, pot of money. So it um, is always um, great to have a scheme where we're able to do that. So uh, there's there's lots to lots to explore in in this project, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us, Jenny. And thank you, Elizabeth. Welcome, yeah, pleasure. This was the MTB Connect podcast. We had. Dr. Jenny Whiting from the University of Sydney and Elizabeth Stairs from MTP Connect. If you like this episode, you can subscribe, you can rate us five stars, leave a comment. We'll be back soon. Until next time. <laughs>